This week, as we begin the final month of the year, it's time to lay down your plans for 2022 and to set yourself up for a very successful year. Hello and welcome to episode 209 of the Working With Podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. Now, if you have followed along with this podcast as well as my YouTube channel back in October, I recommended you begin a two-month brainstorming session where you gave some thought to what you would like to accomplish next year. Well, that two-month session is almost over and it's time to turn your attention to what you will do next year. Now, before we get to the meat of this podcast, just wanted to give you a heads up to let you know that my 2021 holiday sale is currently on. This year, you can save 20% on all my coaching programs, as well as up to 25% off selected courses. Full details of the savings are in the show notes or can be found on my website, carlpauline.com. Okay, Let's get back to turning ideas into reality. Now, a lot of what you will have written out during the brainstorming session will not be possible next year, and that's okay. The purpose of the exercise was to open up your thoughts to possibilities. For instance, one of the questions to think about is, what would you like to change about yourself? Now, most people tend to think about their weight or their relationships, but you may have gone deeper and felt you would like to change your attitude to events outside of your control. Now, I remember back in 2016 when Donald Trump was running for the Republican nomination for president. The media seemed to turn very negative and tribal. It felt the media sucked any remaining positivity out of the news and focused only on denigrating, lambasting and doom-mongering. Reading the news every day, as I had done since I was in middle school, no longer felt like an education. Instead, it felt like the media organisations were trying to trigger me into a negative mood. So I decided that from 2017, I would no longer read the news and instead subscribe to my favourite blogs on topics I was interested in and to get a news summary email every morning from the BBC to let me know what was going on in the world. Now, this was a small change, but one that left me feeling a lot more positive about the world and people. Another example at the end of 2017 was I decided that I could become more productive if I could reduce the number of private classes I was teaching face-to-face and instead focus more on digital classes. Now, this was before the pandemic, but through 2017, I wanted to move towards a more working-from-home arrangement and learned how to use Skype and FaceTime. Now, of course, most of us are using Zoom and Microsoft Teams, but that change in the way that I did my work enabled me to produce more content and still continue to teach. 
So the purpose of brainstorming of ideas through October and November isn't to develop a list of things you feel you must do next year. It's about developing ideas about how you want to live your life and then choosing a few of those ideas and looking for ways to make small changes to your daily life. And that's the point I really want to share with you this week. It's not about making big changes as the more traditional New Year's resolutions would have you do. It's about looking for those small tweaks to your habits and the way of going about your day that will, over the course of a year, build into significant changes in your life. I remember in the days when I was teaching English here in Korea, I often would have a student telling me they wanted to lose weight in the new year. I would ask them how they were going to do that and the answers typically involved joining a gym and some elaborate new diet fad. Now, in Korea, it is common for people to eat a bowl of rice for breakfast, lunch and dinner every day. So I suggested that instead of eating a full bowl of rice, they could reduce that by half uh, each time and to move a bit more. Take the stairs at work instead of the lift. Go for a 20-minute walk after lunch instead of gossiping in a coffee shop, etc. Now, making these small changes would bring some dramatic results after only a few months. Yet they would not be asking too much of themselves. You could still do the things you like to do. You can still eat with your colleagues. And all you would be asking of yourself is to commit to a 20-minute walk every day. And that's the thing. When you give yourself enough time to consider what you want to change and improve, you have the time to come up with some action steps that will not be such a drastic shift in the way you've always lived your life. It's when you try to change things too much that you are likely to fail. Humans are change averse. We like routine. This is why we generally wake up at the same time each day. It's why we eat at the same time and why we come home and do the same things each evening. We feel safe with a familiar structure to our day. When we try and change that true dramatically, our whole psychology will fight to return to the familiar. Often, if you really want to make big changes, the best time to do it is when you move house or change your job. It's then that a new environment will help you to make other big changes. But for most of us, we do not have the luxury of being able to move house or change our jobs every year. Instead, if you want to succeed at making changes and successfully achieve your goals, making small changes to the way you run your day are the best way to stick to your goals and to come through successfully. One of the best things you can do to become better organized and more productive is to give yourselves 30 minutes before you close out the day and clean up your desktop, delete old screenshots, move files to their rightful folders, and then allow yourself 10 minutes to look at your tasks for tomorrow and your calendar to sketch out a plan. It's just 30 minutes a day, but those 30 minutes will do so many things for you. First, you'll begin the day knowing exactly what you want to get accomplished. And secondly, when you do start the day, you begin it with a clean desktop and a distraction-free work environment. You get all that from 20 to 30 minutes. It's really a no-brainer. 
What about your bucket list? How, are there things on there you could do next year? Now, I know for many of us, there is still the uncertainty of the pandemic, but that will end soon. So what could you do next year from your bucket list? Now, usually the things we have on our bucket lists are things that excite us, are a little far outside of our comfort zone. And yet, if we picked something, thought about how to make it happen, and then took the first step, you would find it happens. Let's take one of my bucket list items. I want to take my wife to Goldeneye, a resort in ja Jamaica where all the James Bond books were written. Now, Goldeneye is an expensive resort, and we would need to save a lot of money to make it happen. But what I can do is go to the bank in the new year, open a new bank account, and call that my Goldeneye account. Then each month, send any spare money over to the account. I could set a monthly target, let's say $1,000 a month. And that way, I know if I curb my spending in the early part of the year, that would begin the momentum. If I found by June I'd saved, say, $6,000, I would start to believe that with a little push, we could very easily have sufficient money saved up to be able to go in September or October. The only thing I need to focus on is making sure I am sending money over to the account every month. How much time does that take? Five minutes? You see, whatever it is you want to accomplish or change in 2022 doesn't require a lot of time to do. You first need to identify the habits and behavior you will need to adopt and make sure each day or week you schedule sufficient time to make sure it happens. Developing habits requires an extra effort to start with. For instance, I drink a glass of squeezed lemon juice in water every morning. When I first began doing that, I had to consciously think about it every morning. I even had a little alarm set on my phone to remind me every day for the first month. But after about two weeks, I no longer needed the alarm. What you will find is you make a few modifications over time too. For my lemon water, I used to squeeze a lemon into a glass of water every morning. I found that wasn't the best approach. Now I prepare a bottle of lemon juice every three days and keep that in the fridge. That way, when I wake up in the morning, turn on the kettle to brew my coffee, I can reach into the fridge, pull out my bottle and pour my lemon juice and drink it while waiting for my coffee to brew. The same goes with changing your diet or building exercise into your life. There's a lot of experimentation in the early days while you find the best approach. And that's fine. If you keep tweaking and modifying, you will soon find the right approach for you. Now, I've spoken about the time I followed Robin Sharma's 5am club routine. That's when you wake up at 5am and do 20 minutes exercise, 20 minutes planning and 20 minutes studying. Now, I was able to do that for 18 months, but I began doing coaching calls between 10pm and midnight and it became exhausting to do those calls and wake up at 5am. In the end, I realised it wasn't so much about the time of day you woke up, it was all about what you did in the first hour that mattered. So I adjusted my wake-up time. I now wake up around about 7am and use the first hour of the day to work on myself. I write my journal, do some light exercise and stretching and review my schedule and plan for the day. 
it works fantastically and I get enough sleep. So as we head into December, start thinking about what you would like to do and change for yourself in 2022. Then work out what steps you could take each day that will gradually build up to you achieving whatever it is you want to do in 2022. It works. It's a great way to feel fulfilled and successfully accomplishing these goals will generate incredible momentum to achieving things you currently think would be impossible. So have a wonderful week and thank you for listening. Remember, if you have a question you would like answering on this podcast, all you need to do is email me, carl at carlpoline.com and I'll be very happy to answer it for you. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs> <laughs>